Welcome, I am Bree. I'm a doctor of physical therapy, the founder of Femme Fusion Fitness, and the author of Lady Bits, Understand Your Body, Elevate Your Health, and Reclaim Your Spark Naturally. My mission is to build community and awareness around women's wellness and pelvic health. I invite you to listen, laugh, learn about, and love all of the bits that make you whole. Let's go to the show. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another great interview, this time with Anna Koyman. She is such a fun personality, such a fun soul, and we're going to be talking about small steps to get you running and jumping again. Our conversation centers around the prenatal and postpartum period, but please keep listening even if you don't have children or if you had your babies many, many years ago. The information can still really, really apply to you. One of my favorite things that we talk about in addition to Anna's journey um, as the mother of two young children, in fact, her youngest one just turned... I want to say seven weeks old right now at the time of this recording, but you know, brand new baby really. So she shares more about kind of real world stuff that she's dealt with along the way, how she helps her mamas, her kind of fitness prescription. And the thing that I really, really want you to tune into the most is when she talks about the most powerful way to prime your pelvic floor for your workout. So she talks about how she uses this with her own clients, her own fitness clients, and she begins her workouts by teaching them really basic stuff about how to do a kegel, how to activate the pelvic floor, how to do the deep diaphragmatic breathing or core breathing, and how to activate the deep abs, so the TVA. She does this before every workout to really kind of prime the pelvic floor and get things ready to have control during the workout itself so that she's not continually having to necessarily check in with people and remind them. It's just kind of like a a warm-up to prime things and get them ready for the work ahead. I love that technique and I think that it's something that anybody, you know, even, you know, men, females, any age, any stage, prenatal or postpartum or not, can really benefit from that advice. So please listen carefully for that part. This is actually part 1 of our two-part interview series. Next week I'll release our part 2 where Anna talks to me a little bit more about prolapse and pessaries. So real quick, Anna is the founder of Strong Sexy Mamas. She has online workouts for prenatal and postpartum women and I hope you'll check out the show notes because I have a link to her website and she's often running challenges. In fact, there's one coming up really soon. You might be able to catch it if you act now and if you're listening to this in real time, but definitely check out her website. She has a really awesome Instagram feed as well. Just really fun, real life, real world posts. And she's just, she's a ball of fun. She actually has her kids on board in this call. She had both her her little toddler and her baby. So there are a few times where the audio is a bit faint because she's, you know, actually kind of catching up with her kids. <laughs> so just have patience with the audio, but it's a really awesome interview. And I do want to mention that Anna is the former Fox and Friends on the weekend host. So she's a TV personality and man, she's just a ball of sunshine. So again, check the show notes check out Anna's website and stay tuned for part two next week. Without further ado, let's go to the show. My friends, I am really excited for today's guest, Anna Koyman. And Anna, I want you to just say hi really quickly. Um, This is recorded for my podcast, of course, but also Anna, 
Yeah, so I love that we are just collaborating today, Dr. Bree from Lady Bits, um, and I love the name of your podcast, by the way, as well. We seem like we're on a similar mission, and so I'm just thrilled that you're having me on, and that I can share your expertise as a women's health physical therapist with my followers as well. I've got my six-week-old nursing at the moment, um, and yeah, we'll be talking all things pelvic floor and tummy muscles and returning to exercise in a safe and effective fashion. So thank you again for having me on. You're welcome. I am so excited that actually one of uh, our followers who follows you and follows me introduced us. Really, that's kind of how we we connected at first. And since then, I've just been like loving over all of the work that you're doing. I think it's amazing. And partially because I was really looking for somebody who really focused and specialized in fun fitness for the prenatal and postpartum population, because I definitely have an expertise in that area. That's what I do with pelvic floor physical therapy, but I also have a more, I'd say a more broad scope where I'm really looking at all age ranges and also some other types of specific issues like prolapse and pelvic pain, things like that. But I love Anna that you really specialize in this period of life, the prenatal and postpartum period. And I love that you're doing it all in real time and showing your followers exactly what you are doing as you recover and, you know, we'll have your babies first of all, and then recover and get back into fitness. So it's so that's the idea. I mean, I think so often, you know, you see trainers and they come back four months or six months after they've had the baby and they look amazing again. Um, and who knows how they got there. You know, sometimes you can look amazing on the outside and on the inside. I'm sure you talk about this on your program. Um, you can really be struggling right on the inside with pelvic floor weakness or even abs separation or a combination of the two. Got my two year old. He wants me to wash his hands. So I think when I can get <laughs> off the boot, no. that means our followers will get to see this little girl. Oh, sorry. Talking about in real time, it's like if, if um, you know, if we didn't do it like this, it just it wouldn't get done. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. As a work dinner tonight, so um, or not a work dinner, a work meeting. He should probably be back in the next little bit. Um, but I'll keep talking while I've got Brucey. That's okay. Um, so the idea was from Sexy Mamas is that we are really trying to help women get their pre-baby body back or close to it. You know, that's everybody's goal. But at the same time, who really wants a pre-baby anything? Because these are the best gifts in the whole world. Even when you're two-year-olds. <laughs> Wash hands. So this is Brooksy, and he is now two and a half. And before Brooks was born, um, I was a marathon runner. I was a triathlete. I ran, you know, big marathons. Boston, New York, we did triathlons and all kinds of things. And I did slow down when I was pregnant with him, but I got real serious about my recovery. Um, I did get really serious about my recovery because I learned a bit about ab separation. I did have some myself, not a ridiculous amount, but a good amount. Um, I just had two and a half fingers and I did get it close pretty well. Um, But, you know, the integrity of it was not fantastic. I did have some pelvic floor weakness, nothing that was out of the ordinary, I wouldn't say um, to anybody else. But it made me just think from all the, the research that I did. And then I started getting back into fitness. I used to be a fitness instructor before working at Fox News Channel as 
uh, the Fox and Friends weekend co-host. That was my job in New York. And um, so I was in fitness and I got back into it and started doing lots of prenatal and postnatal education and realized that there seems to be a real disconnect between the fitness industry and what you do, Dr. Bray. It's like there's there's this group and then there's that group. And the fitness group seems to go balls to the walls and go crazy like fire immediately from the beginning. And then I find, no offense, not you actually, you, you try to make it fun too. But then the physical therapy community, it's so boring. And I do this for 10 repetitions and, da, 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 and who wants to do it? Exactly. So that's I, why I do what I do. And that's what got me. I was so glad to get out of the clinic because when I was in the clinic working with patients, I would want to be doing some hip circles and making the moves fun and kind of coordinating routines. But that just doesn't work in a treatment setting where there's, you know, people doing their shoulder exercises and their ankle exercises in the main, you know, workout area. So well, that's why you have such a big following. I mean, that's why you've, you've explained, and I hope Strong Sexy Mamas does the same. My business is, is relatively new. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we've really hit something and I'm glad we're sort of joining forces. For sure. For sure. Making pelvic floor fitness, pelvic floor friendly fitness, fun and mainstream because I do, I'm with you. I feel like the more mainstream fitness programs, um, they're not thinking about the pelvic floor. Most mainstream yeah. fitness programs that I've experienced are not mentioning it. They're not mentioning much about form that's going to help protect your pelvic floor and your abs if you have that separation, things yeah. like that. So, you know, gosh, it's like, you know, you want to, for me, my goal was, it was to get my, my body back and get my abs back or whatever. You know, that's sort of what everybody's excited about. But it was more about just feeling like myself again, because I'll tell you at, about 16 weeks, so you know, not even maybe 14 or um, not even four months postpartum, everybody was like, you look exactly the same. Like, oh my God, but I hadn't even gone for a single run yet. I didn't feel like it, you know? And then when I did start going for runs, um, it just didn't, it didn't feel right. And I think there's a lot of things that people don't talk about, not even just with pelvic floor weakness, but just aches and pains, the pelvic pain, the lower back pain, you know, our posture is so out of whack after we've gone through the biggest change of our lives with pregnancy. Um, and so just trying to get back in alignment is what I try to do on strong, sexy mamas. So the way that my workouts, um, go, and I'm not sure when this podcast will air, but, we do have a six week challenge coming up. I'm like I said, I'm six weeks postpartum and this will start when I'm seven weeks postpartum. Um, but we will have multiple challenges coming up along the way anyway, fitness and nutrition. Um, but you know, I really try to get everybody in alignment and do all of these things set the foundations to begin with. And then after we've done that, we will be doing two different types of exercise classes. One is to the beat of the music. And that is Coyman cardio is what I call it. It's basically all my favorite fitness classes that I used to take in New York city when I was hosting television there. Um, you know, and it's sort of the pointy edge of the sphere. I, I feel like New York and LA for fitness. Yeah. Um, all my sort of favorite fitness formats blended into one. So it's dancing, kickboxing, athletic drills, um, a bit of toning, but it's all to the beat of the music. So it's super fun. 
kind of like a Zumba class or something, but a little bit more of a mixture. Mm -hmm. And it's all pelvic floor friendly, or at least I give options. So when I'm jumping, I'll show, you know, an option not to jump. Or if I'm doing something that's going to put pressure on the linea alba, you know, the fascia on the midline of the belly, then I'll show, you know, an a modification for women to do. So it's not necessarily that every single move is pelvic floor friendly, quote unquote, but I show modifications. And, you know, as a new mom, I already noticed my pelvic floor this time is so much better than with my son. And part of that was the way that she was born and the way he was born. But I think it's also the training, the diaphragmatic breathing, the transverse abdominal activations, and of course the pelvic floor function that I've been really working on. Um, so we try to do a lot of that in strong, sexy mamas and get women to feeling good because that's the most important thing. I mean, your confidence, right, is the thing. I'm sure you would agree. Yes. Your confidence, the way that you feel on the inside, really shows on the outside, doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. And I wanted to actually talk about this. Our, our theme today for this conversation is really small steps to get you running and jumping again. And so what would you say, I mean, with all of this, with getting that confidence back, because a lot of us do find our confidence in our fitness. It's not everybody. Some people are not, you know, not really into fitness, but for those of us who are, I know I was, that was my confidence. That was my happy place. That's how I felt my best. And it's really what drove me was getting back into running. Now I'm, I'm actually not a runner anymore. I, I had some issues of my own and it's all good. I'm, everything's resolved. Everything's good. But for anyone who does want to get back into more high level, higher impact fitness, how do you help your mamas with that? And how do you help keep realistic expectations so that they don't think that they are going to be there, you know, six weeks on the dot after having their baby. Yeah. Well, I remember my OBGYN with Brooke said to me, you know, it takes nine months to make a baby. It's going to take at least nine months to get it back. And one of my best friends is a GP here in Sydney, Australia. And she told me the same thing. She said, it's going to take you at least a year. And I said, you don't know me. I am type A and I am so fit. And you don't know about all these marathons I used to run. (laughs) Like I said, I think in a lot of ways, I looked um, similar to the way that I was, but, you know, but I didn't, I I felt like I had to be very ginger with myself. And I think part of the reason for that, um, is nursing. And I think that's another thing people don't talk about, you know, the hormones that we have when we are breastfeeding our babies. Um, you know, they're a lot of the same hormones that we have while we're pregnant. And some of that keeps our joints and ligaments lax. And of course it's a natural thing. It was, um, you know, if you believe in God, God created us to, to be able to birth babies and to, um, you know, have this relaxing hormone that made our bellies be able to expand, but unfortunately it made some other areas of our body more lax too. So we're more prone to injuries, right? We're more prone to, um, whether it's hip or back or, um, you know, that, that type of pain, pelvic pain, um, or even knee injuries. I mean, all of it. So we do have to be sensitive during this time. And even more, if you're, if you are breastfeeding, we have to remember that those hormones are still present. So, um, it really is small steps that you have to take and you do need to be realistic. And I guess I have found an appreciation for slower paced exercise than I had before. 
I was all about the boot camp and the, the, you know, the plyometrics. And I still love that because that, you know, that gets, gives me the endorphins rush, but I found a nice happy place with exercise as well. Just doing, you know, Pilates style, um, exercises, probably similar to what you do on your YouTube channel. Well, I've always said that I feel like actually the stronger you are when it comes to especially core fitness, the more you're going to feel the exercises, even if they're slow, even if you go back to a beginner workout, the stronger you are, the more you'll feel it. And actually the more you'll get out of it because you can actually, you know, sense every single muscle and you can really know how to work it well when you have the time to go slow and, and go with control. It's slow and controlled is better than fast and sloppy any day. (laughs) God, I totally agree with you. And I guess that's another reason why, because, well, I'll I'll say that I do teach live classes here in Sydney, Australia, and I have taught a few in the U S as well when I get to the opportunity to go home. Um, But predominantly what I do is online fitness and, you know, I would love to be at everyone's house and everyone's living room saying, okay, you need to have your hips square and actually touching their hips and moving them the way that they're supposed to go. And, but you can't do that in online fitness. Um, and you know, with COVID-19 right now, I think we're going to be in an era where everybody's doing online fitness for a very long time. And it's important that we are sticklers for our form, just like we are, both of us are, um, in our workouts, because if you're doing something with core form with little four pound weights, it's not good. But if you're doing something with core form with 20 pound weights as a woman, because really you think that's going to help you, yeah, then you're going to end up you know, pulling the disc or something in your back. So or experiencing um, prolapse or yeah, exactly. So many or that can go wrong exactly. for sure. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm curious. I know that one thing I strive to do with my instruction is to teach people how to really find these deep core muscles themselves and learn some basic kind of form tips so that they can then apply that to any workout they do. And I, I know that you do that too in your workouts. So what, what are some of the most important things that you tell your folks about so that they can really apply them in your workouts, but also just in their whatever other fitness classes or routines they want to do? Well, because it is strong, sexy mamas. I mean, it's for all women, but predominantly it ends up being prenatal and postnatal women and then women with older kids. And um, I'll say uh, one thing on social media, my older followers, they often say to me, you know, I wish I had this information because now I'm struggling, you know, when I'm 50 years old or 60 years old, not necessarily in their thirties and forties, but you know, they didn't take care of themselves, whether it was, you know, through fitness that they were doing too much, or it was just that they weren't doing their pelvic floor activations and looking after their core, mm-hmm. um, and so I do think it's I do think it's very important. So we start at the very basics, and I try to as hard as I can not to make it boring because they're the tiniest movements, but they're the mightiest movements. So we do pelvic floor activations um, to begin with very often, and a lot of times women are doing their pelvic floor exercises or Kegels or Kegels or however you want to say them. They're doing them incorrectly. They're accidentally squeezing their butt cheeks or they're squeezing their quads or Um, and so I really try to give multiple visualizations for women to figure out where where is my pelvic floor? Am I doing this right? So I'll say close and lift both sphincters from the front and the back, 
or the front passage and the back passage, you know, things that don't sound so great. Or try to stop the wind in the rain. Or I'll say, you know, when you're on the toilet, try to stop a stream of urine, but don't get in the habit of doing that because you can cause bladder problems. But at least you'll know whether you're doing the, the, you're using the right muscles or not. Or imagine you have a diamond down below and you're trying to draw all four points together, your pubic bone, your coccyx bone, and your sits bones. I have a million different cues, mm -hmm. but I'll try to get them to activate their pelvic floor. We do deep diaphragmatic breathing. A lot of women or a lot of people, I guess, don't even realize that the diaphragm is part of our core. Right? It's the roof. Okay. The pelvic floor is the floor and the diaphragm is the roof. Exactly. Yeah. And they work hand in hand. And, and same with the transverse abdominis. Everybody's excited about this, trying to get a six pack, you know, um, and that's our rectus abdominis, of course, which I'm sure you talk about. Um, but what we really work on in Strong Sexy Mamas is getting people to activate their transverse abdominis, which is the corset muscles on the inside that wraps around, yeah, like a corset. So I'll say, you know, imagine you have a string on either one of your hip bones and you're trying to draw that string toward one another, pulling those hip bones toward one another as you bring your belly button just toward your spine and wrap those, those transverse abdominal muscles in. So I'll, I'll, I like to pair the transverse abdominis activation, so the corseting, with the pelvic floor activations, with the belly breathing, the diaphragmatic breathing, and something I call connective breathing. It seems like different trainers have different names for them, mm -hmm. um, but that's what I call it, and it seems it seems to work well. Um, I know some trainers like to try to incorporate that into every single exercise. For me, I did try that in a couple of my classes, and the women seem to not want it. Um, it's it's too, ma too many things to think about. So um, what they've enjoyed is doing it at the beginning and doing it at the end. And the theory is that it becomes more autopilot anyway, and that it will just switch on during your actual workout. So my warm up and cool down always have that belly breathing, the connective breathing, the transverse abdominis activations, yeah. the pelvic floor activations. Um, and then as far as trying to get back to high impact exercise, I think a lot of it is giving yourself enough time, not having unrealistic expectations. And then when you do go back, do small, small bits. And that means small bits with your lady bits. How about that? I love it. Small. Oh, hey, you've got a new book title right there. There we go. We're co-authors. Here we are. Um, small bits with your lady bits. So you know, whether, say you want to go for a run. Well, you don't run initially, you're going to jog and you don't jog on the pavement. You're going to jog on the grass or the beach and you're not going to pick up your knees really high. You're just basically going to do a little tiny shuffle. And maybe you do that twice a week and then you move up to three times a week. And then you move up from instead of just three or five minutes, you're up to eight minutes. Yeah. Um, or exercises, you know, if you do want to get back to plyometrics, like, like I told you for me, Plyometrics makes me tick. It makes me feel like a million dollars and I just want to do them again and again. And so, uh, but you do have to be careful with that. So if you want to get to a box jump, for example, which is really popular with the CrossFit community, if you have CrossFit viewers, you know, you would jump up um, or instead of jumping up, you would just step up and step back down. And then you can start, you know, doing half and half where you might jump up, but then step down. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it is small steps to get there, but it's so important, I think, to build a strong foundation for this house so it doesn't come tumbling down, down later.
Yeah, absolutely. You ask any contractor, any construction worker, I am not one, but they would say (laughs) the same thing. And I mean, we need to treat our bodies like that. So I love that. I love that message and small steps to get you running and jumping again. It's not to say that it, you know, even if you have prolapse or you have bladder leakage or you have some kind of concern during pregnancy or postpartum, it's not to say that you won't be able to run and jump again. You, in many cases, you absolutely will, but you have to do it stepwise and with care like you're talking about. So I love that idea of getting the core, you know, the core activation going and then doing those gradually progressive intervals to get back up into the runs. I usually encourage people to do maybe even like 15 second intervals and then walking. And maybe they do eight, eight to eight to ten intervals of 15 seconds each, just short little jobs and walking in between. And if their internal compass says, okay, this worked for me, meaning that they didn't have any issues, they didn't have any bladder leakage, they didn't have any feeling of heaviness or any discomfort of any sort, then it's like, okay, cool. Maybe we'll do that again, or maybe even do a little bit more. But if they had a sign or signal like leakage or heaviness, then it's like, okay, well, that's my signal. Not that all hope is lost, not that it's all over. I'm never going to be able to do that again, but that I need to either back down a little bit or, you know, work at that level for quite a while longer before I can push it up a notch. So it really is just different for everybody and absolutely tuning into your specific needs. And I usually encourage people to go slower than they think they should in air quotes. Like if you think you should be able to run a mile, that's probably too much, (laughs) you know, do half of that or do those little intervals that I just talked about. And then if you, if you're good, if all is good, if you proved your, you know, proved yourself right, that you're fine, then go ahead and push it up but you really have to listen to your signals or you could be setting yourself up for real problems down the road. One step forward, two steps back. All right. Great job making it to the end of our interview. And again, stay tuned for part two coming up next week with Anna and I talking a little bit more about prolapse and pessaries and even more prenatal and postpartum goodness. There is just so much that we have to talk about. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the entire show. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend. Let her know how it helped you and what you learned and why she might like it too. And if you would like a free downloadable video portfolio that includes the inner core energizer routine that's found in my book, Lady Bits, plus the first seven days of my ab camp series, Simply leave a review of this podcast on iTunes and then send a screenshot of of your review to me, Brienne, at femfusionfitness.com. Again, that's Brienne at femfusionfitness.com. I will personally get back to you with your free downloadable video portfolio. I will see you next time. And remember, you don't have to be an expert, but every woman should know a bit.